The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Matt Carthy, how can you argue with 11 billion euro worth of spending and tax cuts? Well, what I argue about is how those um, cuts and how the government have uh, made choices today. I have to say, I think it is incredible that at a time when so much has been said about the squeeze middle and the challenges that they face, that 1.8 million workers will not get a single cent from the government's main tax proposal today. Um, The budget, unfortunately, hasn't given people the certainty that they needed. Um, And what we had advocated for, and I think people had hoped that the government would move on, was to support those people on middle and low incomes who are worried about energy costs yesterday and who, unfortunately, are still going to be worried about energy costs today. But how can you give certainty, Matt, uh, given what's happening in the world at present? When can you ever give certainty? Well, the way in which government should have and could have provided certainty today was by ensuring that electricity bills um, were brought back to pre-crisis levels and then capped until next February. That would have helped two million households get through the winter months with that certainty that was required and would assure people that they would be able to budget for and would be able to plan for the months ahead. Unfortunately, the route that the government have taken through the universal credits They'll be welcome, undoubtedly, because any support at this time will be welcomed by those families who receive them. But they won't provide that certainty that's critical. And unfortunately, Matt, when we have to look at all of this in the round and from the basis on what, on, on, on the, the foundation on which this cost of living emergency um, was built, and that was on crises in our health services and in our housing, um, uh, our housing system. And the truth is that as a result of today's budget, the health crisis is going to continue. The housing crisis is going to continue. Continue and there's nothing in the budget that we can say with any sort of confidence is going to help alleviate the huge costs and concerns that people who are impacted by those crises have been facing up till now. Jed Nash of Labour, what's your reaction to what Pascal who was saying about those €200 Euro three times for each household to help deal with the energy bills? Yeah, well, you know, they, they, they appear in the face of it to be um, attractive, but... Um, by definition, uh, uh, it's a really poor use of public funds. Uh, we would have argued for many more targeted measures. I mean, we're pleased that, for example, the um, household fuel allowance would be extended to several thousand more um, at risk uh, of energy poverty households across the country. We've argued that we should invest about 200 million euro in expanding that scheme, which would include about 80,000 additional households. We're finding it really, really difficult to make ends meet at the moment. People, for example, who would be on small occupational pensions would fall outside of the existing threshold of the fuel allowance and indeed the household benefits package. But the main driver of inflation uh, over the last period of time has been energy. And there's a trend now across Europe uh, where governments are making decisions, generally progressive social democratic governments in Spain, Portugal, Denmark just last week, uh, and other EU member states, states that we like to compare ourselves against, have decided actually to help control prices, control the input costs, and seeking to introduce caps uh, on, 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 on input prices because we know that what the main driver of inflation is and the best way to manage that is to try to manage those, those costs. That's the main driver of inflation, the main driver of the costs that people are experiencing over the last period of time. And we have argued and we've placed in our own alternative budget proposition 2.1 billion euro. Now we've got this um, you know, household energy credit scheme which is very poorly targeted. Somebody who's 100,000 euro gets it and somebody who's on 20 or 30,000 who needs more gets it as well but it's poorly targeted and now we 
we've got this new scheme announced by government today, uh, back of an envelope scheme. We need to see the details uh, in relation to you know supporting okay. uh, businesses with their energy costs. And it seems to us, in fact, what that is is an indirect subsidy to energy companies who can continue actually to raise the unit price. And it's interesting where the threshold is actually drawn. There's nothing there that will stop energy companies from increasing the unit price. They still get paid. Okay, listener says, I've nothing against people in social welfare. I was on it during the last recession, but this budget was all for those in social welfare. There's nothing for the working family. We've been forgotten about again. So, Matt Carthy, has there been too much emphasis on those in social welfare and those who are in receipt of pensions rather than workers? No, I would argue that the government failed dismally in terms of providing support to those who are most vulnerable in our society and uh, every parameter and every analysis has clearly said that those people who are on social welfare payments will be worse off next year as a result of this budget. But that doesn't negate from the fact that many low and income um, workers will not receive the type of support. And as I said at the outset, I think it is incredible that at a time when we're talking so much about the pressures on low and middle income families, that 1.8 million workers won't get a cent from the government's main tax proposal. In fact, somebody, a, a nurse, for so example, explain, or explain that to me because, you know, we've been hearing about how you don't go on to the top rate of tax until you're now at 40,000 income. That people in that position are going to end up effectively making 800 euro or paying 800 euro less a year in tax. Yes, so somebody earning over 40,000 euro, an individual, they'll be fed 800 euro better off. Now, what Sinn Féin had advocated was that government should slash the USC um, and make cost of living payments to middle and um, lower um, income workers. Um, So that would essentially provide those with a benefit of 700 um, euro. Instead, those workers, those workers earning over 35,000 euro a year, which is the majority of workers, by the way, um, will gain up to 190 euro. Most will receive significantly less than that, while somebody earning over 40,000 euro will um, will benefit to the tune of um, 800 euro per, per annum. So that is very clear in our view, a tax measure that hasn't been targeted and that isn't supporting those people who actually need those supports most. But yes, Jed Nash, Pascal who says that the measures are progressive when it comes to taxation. Unfair. Um, I, mm, I, I, I beg to differ. Um, you know, government. Are, let's look at the package in the round. Uh, I mean, in reality, I mean, people are going to be focusing you know, very much on the 4.1 billion euro splurge uh, that's really only going to last between now. It's a sugar rush between now and the end of December. But the bills are going to have to be paid in January. And the reality is that you know, a 12 euro a week increase in social welfare isn't going to be worth an awful lot. It's below the rate of inflation for somebody on social welfare. The minimum wage increase as well is below uh, the rate of inflation. So that's going to be. Um, problematic. On the tax side, um, what's proposed today is deeply inequitable in anyone's language. I mean, we have somebody on 100 grand who'll be making 16 euro a week extra, somebody between 25 and 35,000, 4 euro a week extra. In nobody's language is that progressive and neither is it equitable. If you decide that you're going to actually make those kinds of adjustments to our tax bans that disproportionately benefit uh, the better off. And I understand why some tax relief was introduced especially at this time when, when people are finding it very, very difficult. And to tra- take account as well of um, people who may actually experience um, reasonable pay increase over the next period of time and they don't want to, you know, government doesn't want to see them in that higher band, band of tax. What you do then is introduce countervailing measures uh, to, for example, taper off tax credits for people who are earning €100,000 or more, claw that back for the better off. 
no effort was made to do that. That would have been progressive, that would have been much more uh, equitable, but government have made a political choice today uh, not to do that, so I think it's very clear we can deduce now precisely what side they're on. Thank you very much, Jed Nash of the Labour Party and Matt Carthy from Sinn Féin. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30.